I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a particle-free episode of... But That's a Different Story. Where we bring you stories so tidy, you'd think you dropped a bottle of laundry detergent directly into the ocean. Speaking of environmental hazards, how's your aspiring spring cleaning coming along, Ronald? Have you successfully broomed all your rooms? Transformed your living place into your loving space? Really condoed your condo? As you know, Empty Jar still has me staying at the Sleepy Pee Pee Motel while investigating the Waffle House Whiffler, so I haven't been back to my apartment in several months. However, I did manage to pack my pogo stick and moon boots collection, and I did give all those springs a nice oiling this past weekend, so I guess you could say it's coming along nicely. I had no clue you were into the anti-gravitational arts. You must come with me on my next visit to trampoline land. Just make sure your health insurance is up to date. Ah, yes. Let me just check my magical imaginary filing cabinet for that. Uh, Let's see. Mm, 401k? No. Legal birth certificate? No. Oh well, guess I'll have to take a rain check. Well, speaking of rain, I found myself in quite the storm at the end of my last interview, but I managed to make my way out of it and into another story we're calling The Dust Devil Went Down to Georgia. I had just witnessed a man melt before my very eyes, and in Florida of all the places, it was really time for me to rethink the life choices that led me to Hank's House of Pole standing next to a gurgling pile of mucousy flesh with a recorder in one hand and a whole bunch of questions in the other. In the meantime, I decided that it was in my immediate best interest to flee the premises before anyone spotted me and started asking questions, as that would spoil the interview I just recorded. I grabbed Hank's keys from atop the smoldering pile and began running through Hank's house of pole, trying to find the exit. There were so many poles in Hank's house of pole that it was like trying to escape a metal forest without any metal breadcrumbs to lead the way. I spent several days searching for an exit, surviving on nothing but bags of Twizzlers, pixie sticks, Voss water bottles, and the water inside them that were left in clear poles labeled food tubes throughout the warehouse. I finally found a circular doorway to the most pole-like of structures, a tunnel. The tunnel lasted for miles, but at the end of it, I finally saw a light. I climbed up the ladder and removed the manhole cover at the top. I found myself now in the parking lot of Jimmy's Jet Ski Storage in Daytona Beach. I checked Hank's keychain, and there was indeed a key for a jet ski on it. After spotting a jet ski tricked out like a Venetian gondola, I decided to take it out for a spin. The water was lovely and the waves were mellow, and thankfully not yellow. Everything was going fine until a group of teens, also on jet skis, surrounded me. I was afraid for my life, but some quick thinking led me to offering to purchase jewel pens for everyone, since I knew these jet skiing juveniles were underage. I was flat broke though, as were the teens, but they insisted it would be no problem. I soon found myself riding alongside them, surrounding small fishing boats and raiding them for goods and cash. I had inadvertently become a jet ski pirate in a gang called the Sea-Doo Swashbucklers. Everything was going great until one night when we came across the Wave Runner Gunners, a rival team jet ski gang. It turns out they had taken one of the Sea-Doo Swashbucklers hostage some days ago and were looking to make a trade. I had greatly overestimated the bond that I shared with these boys and quickly found myself tied up and traded to the Wave Runner Gunners in exchange for their captured friend. 
Over the next several days, I tried to demonstrate my value to the Wave Runner gunners as they jet skied north, but it turns out that one of them had a fake ID, so I was pretty useless. Since I was turning out to be nothing but dead weight, who wouldn't stop recounting the behind-the-scenes drama of Kevin Costner's 1995 box office flop, Waterworld, they cut me loose once we arrived in Savannah, Georgia. With my main mode of transportation now stolen, I made my way to the center of town on foot. It was awfully sunny, and I desperately needed to cool myself, so I decided to pop into a Walmart supercenter to purchase some sunglasses. Just as I was passing the home appliance section, I heard a whispering sound beckoning me, and I decided to turn on my recorder and find out the source of this sound. Psst. Hmm. Is that one of these TVs that are playing here? Psst. Psst. Someone testing a... Hey. Oh. Hey. Hello? Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. Hello. Hey, can you come come closer? Okay. Come closer, please. I'm stepping. I'm stepping. Step step gingerly. Uh, okay. I'm tiptoeing. I'm tiptoeing. I I can't get oh, any more you're, you're on the so, tips of you're my so toes. dainty. I, you know, 18 years of ballerina lessons. A little fact about myself I don't tell everybody. I could tell uh, you don't you you didn't take ballet classes. You had no you, specifically ballerina <laughs> lessons. Yes, you know how to bow very well. I take it. Know how to bow. Know how to ruffle a tutu. Ruffle a tutu. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? They don't come pre-ruffled. You know, they come when you get a tutu. It comes flat as a pancake. It's up to the wearer to ruffle them so so they get the nice <laughs> buoyant bounce. Oh, well, that's, that's very interesting. I, I had no idea. Mm. Now you do. Uh, well, may I interest you in... My name is Matthias, <laughs> if you are interested. I am interested. You sound like a peddler of names. I... Uh, <laughs> a peddler of names. Hmm. No, just the one that I have for myself. Uh, you I, said Matthias? Listen? No, <laughs> Yes, listen, listen very carefully here. Okay. I heard, I heard you, you said your name. I, heard, I only heard a first name. Yes. My name is Matthias Spiegel. I'm with the podcast, but that's a different story. And I am recording this conversation for interview purposes to be broadcast across the internet. Good, good. That's, that's exactly what I, what I thought. I, I saw... Any, anytime someone beckons me, I immediately turn on my recorder. There's an instinct at this point. A Pavlovian response, almost. Any beckon. Yeah, I mean, that's what I like to do. I like to put a, you know, Odelay, maybe press play, Guerrero, and then, yeah, that's when I that's when I beck on. Oh yes, oh, uh huh, Midnight Vultures. Uh huh. Yeah. Sea change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The colors. The the single. Mm, yes. <laughs> Well, I do not have turn two, two turntables, but I do have one microphone here, and I would appreciate you speaking into it. What, may I ask, is your name? Oh, that's a great, great question. Um, it's it's William, William uh, Snodgrass. Hmm, almost like Snodgrass. I've been called that many a time uh, uh, across the schoolyard. Yes, to this day. Oh, every time I walk past the schoolyard. Well, 
walk how how many how often are you walking past schoolyards here? Well, it's on my block. Mm. I have to walk by it. Mm. To get to where I, wherever I want to go. Ah. Uh, what if it the, wherever you want to go is the opposite way? Let's say there's an AMC theater on <laughs> one side of your house and then another on the other side. You always choose to go to the one. Or a Denny's. Let's say a Denny's. And the good one is even on the past the other opposite the schoolyard. But you always go past the schoolyard, hmm? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that in that exact scenario has happened where mm. I've had to go to go to the good Denny's. Is is the schoolyard are, is your house on a slope perhaps? It is at the bottom of a slope. Oh, at the bottom of a slope. So either way you're going, you're going uphill. Either way, it's a challenge. One is not more convenient than the other. Yes, I kind of, it's, imagine a cylindrical valley. Almost a sinkhole. Uh-huh. That's, that's where I live. <laughs> like a crater? A crater, yeah, that's the, that's the scientific term for it. Ah, uh, interesting. Here in Savannah? Yes. Mmm, beautiful city so far. From what I've seen walking from the beach, saw there was perhaps a botanical garden and a good few Walmarts. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is this is the, one of the finest WalMarts in the, the city. Mm. This within the city, the city limits. Yes, I see they have two different icy machines. Yeah, don't go with the one on the left. No, okay, no, it's a little less less frigid. Frigid? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that one doesn't have the cherry coke one, so I'm good. Uh, Yep, there's, I see also a Starbucks in here. Oh, there's plenty uh, plenty in here that whatever you want, they probably got it. Well, I was just looking for some sunglasses mm. and uh, maybe some beverages of sorts. Uh, icy sounds good, so maybe I'll do that. But anyway, what, what can I help you with? You beckoned me so, so. Yes, you look like someone who could get the word out about what I'm trying to do here, and I think you could help me. Oh, sure. That's pretty much what I do, interview people and get their uh, life stories out upon the internet for some ears to listen to. That's all I need. I just need some. I mean... Dozens, Could be one. One ear's all I need. Hmm. Just one, huh? Well, you know, sure, if it works. Okay. Uh, yes. I saw you walking, and I saw a bulge in your in your pant pocket and i thought <laughs> i hope that's a recorder because i'm gonna beckon it. oh sure yeah i have an interestingly shaped recorder i get that mistaken often for a popsicle oh Push yeah pop. Ooh, my favorite mm, firecracker no no it's got to be a push pop okay sherbert mm, creamsicle creamsicle push pop huh yep mm. yep it's a hot day today. That sounds pretty good. But let me tell you, don't get the, the don't get the sunglasses. No. Why? No, because then you can't see what you really need to see, my friend. Mm. Are you talking about a day lit a they live situation here? In a sense. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, um I mean, yeah, there there's a bunch of stuff that you you should really be on the lookout for. It's everywhere. Hmm. Don't you know? Duck in oxygen close mm. C- carbon ooh yes <laughs> building block of life yes it's definitely definitely carbon based mm. 
It's not a life form, although it used to be a life form. I don't know why I'm playing a guessing game with you. I Well, I'm enjoying it here. It's not a life form. It used to be a life form. Uh, what would that be? Hmm. A Dracula? Hmm. <laughs> Hold on. I've studied this all my life, but never have I considered a Dracula. In a sense, sure. It is a bit undead. Mm. The living undead. Okay. Uh, so not a zombie. In a sense, no. I mean, I I wonder how innocent vampires or zombies are. You keep saying innocence. Innocence. When I bring these monsters up. Everyone thinks it's very innocent, but uh, no, this is what I'm talking about. It's, it's definitely not. Mm. Okay. It's dangerous. Oh, radioactivity. We are still not sure, but yes, we think there is an element of radioactivity and a half-life that needs to be explored further. Hmm. You see what I'm talking about? Well, you seem so eager to guess, but... Uh, one more guess. Okay. Uh, what else could there be? It's not living. It used to be living. Hmm. Ghosts? I think you're talking about ghosts. It used to be living. Can't see it. It's everywhere. Wow. Yes. I mean, not exactly. Not precisely. But oh. The ghosts. Okay, then I give up. The ghosts of your your uh, your skin. The ghost of my skin. Hmm. <laughs> think about it. Okay. Not too hard. Could break your brain if you haven't thought about it. So before. when I die, my skin gets its own ghost. My skeleton gets another ghost. It's the same ghost. Oh, what? <laughs> it breaks down, you see. Okay, so the skin leaves. The skin becomes a ghost. Skeleton stays alive. Starts playing its ribs like a xylophone. I hope so. That's all I want. Not in life, but in death. For a time, perhaps. I mean, yes, we've we've set up cameras, put cameras in coffins to see if this... Who's we? <laughs> It's me and my my brothers in arms. Brothers in arms, huh? Yes, I hope that you are one of them. Mm. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> what are you in arms about? We're up in arms mm -hmm. to discover a new form of energy. Okay. Uh, Sidetracked here. Still, okay, I give up, though. If it's not ghosts, then what is it? What could it be? What, well, do, what would sunglasses prevent me from seeing? You see, you can't use the sunglasses because you need you need the sunlight mm -hmm. to see the dust. Oh, okay. Dead particles of skin. Hmm. Didn't really used to be alive, but okay. I who guess. Says who? All right. I'm an expert here. Okay. I've yeah. studied. I've written a book about it. Oh. Novel. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Some light fiction. Romana Cliff. I don't know what that is. I believe it's the sort of a coming of age tale. Oh, okay. <laughs> a boy becomes a man, along with his dog. Uh huh. It's a blending of genres. Mm. You know, old That's yellow. Some genre fiction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it takes place on an Earth that's exactly like this Earth, but it's in another dimension in the future. <laughs> but it's exactly like this Earth. Exactly. <laughs> so in the future, it is the year 2022. 
<laughs> they just started earlier. They started at negative 10. Yes, that's the first line of the book. <laughs> it says, in the future, it's 2022. <laughs> and there's a footnote that takes you, of course, to the bottom of the page. And it says, see appendix. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got an appendix in this, huh? Yes, it's a whole it's a whole chronology oh. of the story. How many chapters are we talking? Of the appendix or the whole book? Whole book. It is, well, I mean, I'm still writing it. Oh. I wrote it, but I'm still writing it, uh-huh. if that makes sense. I wrote it, but there's a new edition. Mm. Every time I write a new chapter. I see. I mean, right now it's about 26. 26 chapters. Yes, one for each letter of the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that how the chapters are named? A, B, C. Yes. Okay. Do you start each chap each word of each chapter with the corresponding letter? Of course. I mean, that's what any good author should do. Yeah. No, that makes sense. If you got a twenty-six chapter book, I don't see other way any way around it. Yeah. I have a first sentence. I says a long time ago, mm-hmm. it was negative ten. <laughs> but now it's the future, twenty twenty-two. <laughs> Intriguing. Mm-hmm. So this book is about dust. Yes, it's called From Dust to Dust. A journey of dust. Ah. We start as dust, we end as dust. Cosmic dust, I guess. My friend, have you read this? No. Well, I think you are. Is prime. it published? <laughs> it's prob- published on a medium. <laughs> yes, I published it on medium, but then I I printed it out. I printed out the medium post so it says medium on top of every page <laughs> and i put it here throughout walmart oh okay. put it on the shelves in the book section and the clothes section and the clothes section for the medium oh <laughs> so i'm looking at i'm st- i'm fingering through t-shirts and there's small small medium medium oh here's a book hmm published at medium interesting i see i guess it belongs here yes you got it you got it okay mm-hmm so you're up in arms about dust. It's been overlooked, you see, mm. for too long. For, for all of eternity, meaning the past, the present, but hopefully not the future, which I'm trying to rewrite, you see. Mm. Much like your book. Yes. <laughs> the book that is written, but is still being written. Yes, and it's a problem because I, I have written all 26 chapters and there are no more letters. No. Oh. Well, you can change your chapters. You can, like you said, rewrite mm. and make your chapters longer, fit more stuff into the existing framework. You don't need to add. Or you could, you know, take the route that many authors do and do a epilogue and then an epilogue to the epilogue, a postscript, if you will. Oh, wow. You sound like you've written a book. No. I've watched many a Marvel movies, though. That seems to be the route that they take. Oh, you're oh. saying I should add a post-credit sequence? <laughs> <Yes. in my book. laughs> exactly. And then a post, and then you know you do the regular like exciting credits. Then you, oh, here's a little gem, mm-hmm. and then you do the boring scrolling, uh, sc- scrawling. How do you say that? The George Lucas thing. Those oh. scrolling credits. Yes. Yes. And then you add another like you know two minute sequence after that. Mm. I li- I love this idea. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is a great great idea. In the middle of the acknowledgments, I'll thank my editor, my publisher, my publicity person, and then just stop. Add a new chapter. 
So you would think by publisher, you'd say thank you, medium (laughs) and myself. (laughs) Yes, of course. Thank you, medium and William Snodgrass for publishing this book. Well, yeah, sure. It's already there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I'll add a new chapter, Mm. an epilogue, sorts of teaser, perhaps, Mm -hmm. for my next book. Oh, you've got another one in the canon already, huh? Yes. (laughs) In the canon. (laughs) The old mind canon. Ready to fire off, you know. Gotta light the fuse and then, Mm -hmm. yeah, send it off. Well, what lights William Snodgrass's fuse? Well, dust, of course. Yes. You're getting angry about it. I'm so, so incensed, as you can tell by the tone of my voice. I... Incense. You must hate incense. That leaves ton, tons of dust. Ah, um, well, that's a great point. Now, what is dust? I'm glad you asked. I didn't, but... <laughs> well, I guess an incense leaves smoke and then ash. Is ash dust? Ash is the dust of trees. Or whatever you burn. Yes. Dust? No, dust. I mean, it's got to be organic. A tree is not organic? <laughs> no, you've been fooled. Oh, all these years. Uh-huh. You think trees are organic, not the same kind of organics that I... we humans are. Oh. Hmm. And animals. Can't forget the animals. Uh-huh. So you're not even talking like a flora versus fauna thing. You're saying dust is a whole different... Once it escapes our body, it becomes something different? Yes. Now think, think about this carefully. What is in each cell of the human body? Uh, mitochondria, the powerhouse. That's a, that's literally exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. That's where I was going. With this. Oh, are you sure you have No, I took a high school biology class. I did too. That may be the only thing I remember. I think it may be the only thing many of us remember about the cell structure. When I walk past the schoolyard, I say, what's in a cell, kids? They all yell out, mitochondria, snot grass. (laughs) (laughs) They know me. They know me well. (laughs) I'm glad you have a tit-a-tat with them. (coughs) Yes. <laughs> the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell, the factory, the, the power station. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes, I believe it's... Yeah, I, I don't know what that means necessarily. Maybe... I was about to say photosynthesis, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> it's not quite the same as photosynthesis. Now, yes, plant cells, fauna, have the the power to generate power, but not as much power as we humans have. Yeah, because we eat plants. Precisely. Now, dust. And plants eat water and sun. Sure. So we eat the plants that eat the sun power and the water power. So we are combining all the powers. Combining. Hmm. Is that what happens when you eat a pine, a pine cone? cone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> think oh. of all. Think of all the, the syrup power that you're getting. <laughs> Sap power, uh, yeah, from a pine cone. Mm-hmm. There's a you know, there's there's quite a lot to gain 
when you eat something, and where does that go? It goes into the cells. Yes. To the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And all this dust that's floating around, it's like is people think the powerhouse is offline. Yeah, I thought they were dead cells. That's what makes dust. Otherwise, they'd be attached to your body, wouldn't they? Well, that's what you think. <laughs> okay. And what they want you to think. Mm, who's they? The powers that be. Ah. Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. Just uh, in general. Big government we talking? Big government <laughs> is controlled <laughs> by the power companies that exist today. Oh, the powerhouses of the world. <laughs> yes, to the giant cells, the giant mitochondria. Uh, we're talking nuclear power plants, coal power plants, dams. Hydro, uh, hydro electric dams? Yes, all, all the above. Mm -hmm. All these power companies, they're controlled by one big government. <laughs> oh. A world government. A world government, huh? Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Power. That's what it's all about. Power. Uh huh. P uh, and how do dead cells empower this all-powerful big government because they don't want you to collect it they want you to get rid of it uh-huh think of all these dusting products right here in this very store yeah we're in the home appliance section i see oh look at there's a shark mm, there's a dyson oh a hoover look at that what do you know oh a dirt devil yeah mm-hmm Yes, now if you look closely, you'll see that some of the wiring might be a little frayed or played with. That was me. Oh, William Snodgrass special. Yes, <laughs> I am reversing the polarity of these engines. So they're not vacuums anymore, they're more like dust blowers. Yes. Mm. Yes, you get it. Mm -hmm. You see, because they want you to take the dust and throw it away. But yeah. No. We should be getting more dust, putting it everywhere, collecting it, harnessing the power. Because you stand to say that the powerhouse, the mitochondria, and the cells are still active. They can be activated, for <laughs> sure. You just have to use the right combination of chemicals. Mm. Chemicals or some other way. That's what I'm still figuring out, me and my... Me and my compatriots. Your band of brothers. Yes, my brothers in arms, my brothers in Christ. <laughs> oh! A <laughs> uh, Christian man, are you? Uh, of course. <laughs> uh, Savannah, Georgia. Sure. Church going? Christian Ronaldo. Christian Ronaldo, the, the soccer, soccer player. player. <laughs> the one with the very unfortunate metal bust made of him. Yes, that's so unfortunate. That's the power. That's the big government trying to get people to stop supporting him. <laughs> I'm making a poor uh, image of him, literally. He has a false idol. Ah. Uh. But no, he's our true idol. Mm, not American idol. No, but that's okay. He's no uh, Kelly Clarkson. Hmm, no. She's with Big Government. Oh, you don't say. I do say. Um, how? In what capacity? 
since you've been gone, mm-hmm. does that hurt? Yes. There's a hidden subliminal message. <coughs> what she's talking about is dust. Mm. She wants dust to be gone. Yes. Since dust has been gone, she's been free for the first time. Hmm. That sounds power empowering. Not to be held down by all this dust. Well, exactly. That's it's a message to for people. A to false get... flag operation, if you will. Yes, ex- exactly. Mm. Thank you. A very dusty flag, I would hope. <laughs> yes. So, um, so you want the world to be more dusty? I want people to collect the dust, and not toss it in the trash. Hmm. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Collect the dust and then do what with it? You said you have are still working on the catalyst, if you will, to turn this dust into uh, power. Well, yes. We, I mean, it's very volatile to harness the power. We're trying to figure out the best way to to really figure out which form it should take that we can use and harness the power in a renewable, good way. Unfortunately, in some of my my darker experiments i've created life oh from dust yes hmm what kind of life are we talking here well just they're created rabbits rabbits yes oh dust bunnies oh you've seen them? <laughs> i've heard of them uh-huh fabled yes mm-hmm. that was me stuff of lore i created dust bunnies they got out of my laboratory and they're roaming the land. Ah. Populating places, reproducing. <laughs> so they essentially look like little balls of fluff with maybe some hair mixed in. <laughs> yes, of course. That's the that was the I was the problem. I plucked a hair out of <laughs> out of Christian Ronaldo. <laughs> oh, got up close and personal. Was this at like a soccer ball signing? I <laughs> they don't sign books if you're a soccer player. Football, if you will. Mm-hmm. No, everyone lines up with their football. Yes, I, I dressed up as a as a referee. I was refereeing one of the games. Wow. That, uh, <laughs> FIFA certified? I snuck in mm. and I brought my <laughs> soccer ball with me. Uh-huh. And there were two soccer balls on the field. <laughs> I dropped mine accidentally. <laughs> Oh, like a game of pinball when you get the extra balls and no one knew what to do. No. And there were two balls in the field. And then it turns out the coaches on both sides just threw in more balls. They figured (laughs) if each player had a ball, more points. Free for ball. Yes. FIFA free for all free for ball. (laughs) Interesting. So, I mean, I yeah, he unfortunately did not sign my my soccer ball but um i did i did pluck a hair from his head okay from his head you say yes oh okay were you hoping it was somewhere else that could be i don't know i'm just curious Mm. (coughs) an eyebrow perhaps eyelash mustache i don't think he has one of those no no he's clean shaven Mm -hmm. yes um so you created these dust bunnies that now seem to populate everywhere where I'm when I'm trying to clean I look under my bed oh here's some little dust bunnies oh 
Well, I'm I'm so sorry about that. That was it's my fault. And so I mean, we do want people to keep dust, but we do <coughs> need to eradicate the dust bunnies that are made of dust. Made of dust, but also the cloned hair of Christian Ronaldo. Okay. <laughs> I see. Um yes, if that's the case, where do you think people should store their dust? Mm. Great question. I have d- developed a device that does suck up dust. <laughs> it's about the length of your arm, let's say. Uh-huh. And it has a nozzle at the end, a handle at the other end, kind of slopes downward, almost like a triangle pyramid. Mm. I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. I call it the dust sucker upper. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, you've, have you a prototype with you? I'm wearing it right now. It's a proton pack. <laughs> you see, it, it, there's a hose that connects to this dust sucker upper mm-hmm. and stores it in this, yes, very advanced nuclear-powered proton pack on the back of mine mm. that I'm wearing. Uh, okay. And is this the only one, or do you have multiples for your brothers in Christ? I do have multiples. There's a few. A few, uh, yeah, they're all proton types. Ah, okay. You ever, so you guys go out dust sucking up together? We do, only when we get the call. I mean, uh-huh. because you we must are. answer it. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we have a good secretary, or I'm sorry, a, a executive assistant. <laughs> we get a call, she slams on the button. She said, We got one. <laughs> A bell rings. Mm. We have to climb upstairs. Climb upstairs? Yeah, we tried to... Are you in a basement office? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> it's not very dramatic. Oh, it's, I guess it's not a walk up, it's a walk down. Yes, I mean, we have to operate in secret. Mm. We're a secret society. But for no longer, that's why I want to get the word out. Mm-hmm. To get more, more of us. Across the world. Well, speaking of a cross. Are you doing the crossword? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you ever cross uh, when you're out dust bu- dusting together? Do you ever <laughs> cross airstreams? Oh what happens then? You never want to do that. No? <laughs> no, you never want to. The only time you'd want to cross an airstream is if you're in the street and there's a very shiny metallic sort of rv old from the 60s very long it's called an airstream oh (laughs) yeah Uh, the trailer yeah (coughs) no but if you oh no from the dust sucker upper no 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 if you do that it could unleash all the dust bunnies in the world and it could call them together it could turn into sort sort of you know high vibration frequency that the, the dust bunnies can pick up on, and they can merge into one powerful, gigantic dust bunny. Ah, the likes the world has never seen before. And hopefully never sees again. Mm. Uh, so what was it that first mm, captured your fascination with uh, dust? I was, a, I was a very sneezy child. Sneezy? Yeah. Oh, you weren't one of the seven dwarves, were you? 
I did live with six other people <laughs> and a woman who wandered in. <laughs> we you had were... six roommates. <laughs> yeah. We lived in the forest. Child roommates. Yes, we were all orphans. We would oh, I'm sorry. Every day go down to the mines. <coughs> and I would sneeze in the mines, probably from all the, well, the dust. What mines do they have here? In, in Georgia? Savannah, Georgia. I know you got diamond. Sure. You got it's a kind of mine. Nickel, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ore. Sure. So I'm asking, what kind of mine were you working in? Oh, in Georgia here? Yeah. Coal? Oh, no, hush puppy mine. Hush puppy mine, huh? Pick them right from the ground? Yes, that's where you get them. <laughs> I always wondered where they came from. So soft and crunchy at the mm -hmm. same time. Of course, it's a, you got to go deep, deep into the earth. Mm. Deep into this red, red clay. <laughs> To harvest the hush puppies. Yes, of course. Oh, how was it working in those mines? Any uh, any great uh, OSHA stories to share? Any any uh, hazardous incidents that happened? How many days since someone last had an accident? It was always zero. Oh no! Yes, every day, every day we would. There, you know, it started. We used to have eleven of us. Oh. Yeah, and it's no, not just seven of us, kids, orphans, working down there. There were 11. And then, well, of course, you know, four of them died. That's when OSHA came in. We called it OSHA's lip. Oh. <laughs> to remember them. I see. The original. Yep. <laughs> uh -huh. You see, we, you know, every day we would drink our nice boiling gravy and hot oil. It was. It's a. It's a Georgia thing. If you don't. If you don't know. To drink boiling gravy. Yes. Ah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Mm -hmm. I'm partial to an icy myself, but. Icy gravy. Icy gravy. Icy France. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go down that other aisle, you'll see some underpants. Yeah. <laughs> look. Look for the medium size. <laughs> I might find a little. Snodgrass special there? Mm -hmm. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so a sneezy child you were. Got you to... And you think the dust is the... The cause of these sneezes. Not something like a pollen? Pollen? Mm-hmm. Mm. Dust of the flowers. The dust of the flowers, yes. Yes. Could that have caused my sneezes? Again... Oh, so for you, dust is only human skin? Or animals? Or animal skin. Sure. What about a snake scale mm. that has become dislodged from its body? Hmm. Is that dust? Is that dust? In in the sort of the, the whole wrapper of the, the snake? I, that's what I call it. <laughs> the wrapper? The molten skin. I call it the wrapper. <laughs> No, I'm talking one scale. Oh, not even as part of the whole molting season. No, no. Just one scale falls off. One scale falls off. Huh. Is that dust? It's from an animal. It is a cell. Is a scale one cell? Or is a scale to contain multiple cells? Well, uh, is this a one-to-one -one scale? Yes. Huh. I, 
you know, I'll have to do further research on it. It could be that snakes are, are maybe the key to unlock this. Ooh. We might have to get a snake to eat all the dust bunnies. Create one giant snake. One giant snake. That, what, it, big snakes do eat bunnies. Oh. <laughs> that make you sad? It does, yeah. Mm. But if these dust bunnies are living creatures, then what? Well, they're monstrosities, aren't they? Or maybe not. I mean, I was just so afraid that my my creation had run amok and were terrorizing townsfolk. I don't know how much you could say terrorizing. They mostly hide under places where you haven't cleaned in a while. They oh. seem to multiply in that way, like they're bunnies. Mm-hmm. The more of them you have, then the faster they populate because they kind of glob onto each other. Mm. Well, see, that's the problem. I'm, I'm worried that they will evolve and all get onto one another and oh, form like the giant. So many Pokemon. The Pokemon evolve? Yes. Oh, wait till I tell you about a Raichu. <laughs> Why don't you? <laughs> I would love to hear about this. I mean, maybe maybe my dust bunnies are just the, a kind of Pokemon mm. that can evolve into the next level. Yes, but we don't know what the next level is. is. I'm, I'm afraid to find out. Well, we, you said they could all combine into one big one mm-hmm. if you cross the streams. But we yes. must never do that. No. No. I mean, I don't do it, but, you know, my brothers in Christ's arms have... Potentially, they can be doing it right now. I guess. You say... So you meet in the basement. Yes, we meet in our special basement. Uh-huh. The walk down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's here in Savannah. Oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. You got a special car? We do have a special car. <laughs> What's that look like? It's an ice cream truck. Ice cream. You scream. Okay, so now I know why you have a tasting for push pops. Yes, of course. A sweet tongue for sweet fun. Yes, and the ice cream does not produce any dust. Well, what about shaved ice? Oh, damn. (laughs) Or check this, snow. Snow. Snow is the dust of water? Well, they do say, don't they? Some fresh powder. I guess that's not quite dust. Mm, but it's close. It's cousin. <coughs> dust is? Is dust a powder? Is dust a powder? Yes, I believe it is. Mm. You could snort it. Yeah, that's true. That's my definition. <laughs> okay. So, um, well. Have I convinced you? Will you be my my dust brother? I mean, does it? Is there a fee, a membership fee? Of course. Oh, no. You have to buy my book. Oh. The the one that you leave out for yes. anyone to pick up in Walmart? Well, they still have to purchase it uh, at Walmart. Oh, okay. I mean, you're asking to shoplift. Do you have a... <laughs> so you got a UPC ISBN barcode on this. Yes, I'm in the Library of Congress. Okay. <laughs> so it is published. Yes. <laughs> but I'm still working or on it. Or did you just copy an ISBN off of like King James Bible or something? Yes, I did. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Bring it up. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I I think I'm getting a call from my executive assistant. I think she's got one, which means there's at least a dust bunny somewhere. Mm. 
roaming the earth. Yes. I can guarantee you there's more than one. Uh, you know, check behind any of these shelving units and you'll scream in terror. Oh, God. Well, I'm, I'm going to I hate to tell you. No. Dust bunnies are everywhere. Everywhere. What? I mean, my my executive decision should be should be pressing the alarm bell all the time then. Mm. Well, it's only people call her, I guess. Yeah. With a... How many people call with this dust-related problems that they want you to come suck up? They're dust. I, I, I imagine you must have competition with something like a wet vac company. <laughs> or even, dare I say, a house cleaner. Oh, yeah. The feather dusters? <laughs> yeah. I guess they're getting rid of their dust, though. Do you ever ambush them, take their feather dusters and vacuum packs? Vacuum. Well, do they still make vacuum bags? They sure. must. Yeah. And then you, you find out where they are. We fresh do. from a, a big house cleaning, and you ambush them, take away their... Yes, we, you know, it's just like, just like the opening scene of Heat. Mm. We come in wearing masks, mm-hmm. drive a semi-truck into the side of their little Minute Maid van, <laughs> pull open the back doors, and yes, steal that dust. Steal that dust. Where do you keep your... You must have stockpiles of dust, I'm guessing. Oh, well, yeah, we've got piles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about stockpiles. So oh. It's kind of out in the open. Oh, no. You know, that's quite a fire hazard. What? Well, I've got to be a fire. It's power. You see, this is... You're in, and there's all the power in the, in the oh, dust. Oh, there's something you could do. You wanted to know how to harness the power of dust. Yeah. Light it on fire. Light it on fire. It burns quick. <laughs> More of a kindling than a mm. power source, but okay. You know, if you needed to start something quick, get a little pile of dust, some twigs. You got a fire, baby. Oh, plus add a spark. Uh, spark. Since you're seem to be adept at fraying wires of electronics, that shouldn't be a problem for you to create. Huh. Okay, so maybe I'll just uh, pack this dust in something and create a spark. That, you know, you maybe press a button or something and a spark comes out. And then it'll become fire. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Momentarily. Oh. And then, you know what it becomes? No. Ash. <gasps> dust of dust? The dust of dust. Ash. The dust of dust. Yeah. What do you think about that? That might be its final form. Mm. It's It's third Pikachu or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Huh. Well, I'm going to have to try this. Uh, I'm going to grab... You say there's a dust bunny around here. I'm going to find it. I said it. there's many. Well, listen, you know so much about it. You should show me where this dust bunny is. Sure. Here, I've got an extra little little packet, little dust bus sucker upper. You know, I'll take one of these dirt devils that, you know, I pointed out before. Yeah. I'm sure that'll do the trick just fine. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> oh, okay. You fine. know, I've got many options here if you want to collect dirt. You know, this Dyson one here has a tube that collects all the dust and dirt. Uh, well, how about this? We turn them all on, let them roam, let them roam free like Roombas. Oh, we could get Roombas too. All right, let's turn them you all. You want to get rid of dust bunnies? Yeah. Get an army of Roombas. Hmm. 
Dust bunnies typically live in the floor, on the floor, uh-huh. where they collect. Yeah. Roombas typically Roomba on the floor. Okay. Well, this is great. I mean, I'm not so thrilled about creating a robotic army to do my bidding, but... Well, why don't we... Here. There's Roombas in this section. Oh, look it. Name brand, iRobot. Here's some duct tape. Mm-hmm. And you put one put Roomba together. Oh, okay. on one Good. foot, one Roomba on the other foot. On, f- on our feet. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, then we turn them on and see where that takes us. All right. I'm going to do it. Here we go. Mm. Okay, just doing it now. Good. Oh, your Roombas seem to be going in opposite oh, directions. Oh, my God. Oh, my legs are uh, oh, oh no, different part. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is oh, no. not good. <laughs> okay. Mine are going in the same direction, but away from you. I'm sorry. Oh. I can't stop them. Oh, no, God. Oh, no. This will be a great chapter in my book. Well, <laughs> well I, I hate to say it. I'm, I'm being escorted from Mr. Snodgrass by my Roomba shoes and... I see. I've never seen someone do the splits quite so far. I hope he's okay. Uh, as soon as I am able to escape, unstrap myself, I'll have to go check on them. But until then, this is Matthias Spiegel from. But that's a different story. Mm-hmm.